really great holiday season. You're rested, you relax, and you spend time with your family. It's great to be back, and it's it's great to kick off the year with um, you know with a lot of energy and, and a state of mind where you're poised to do uh, a lot many things that you didn't do. You've got your resolutions, you've got your goals in place, and now it's the time to execute and see all those things become reality. I wish things were that simple. I really, really wish we could all do that. But if you're in the same boat as I am, then we are all um, at least uh, losing the effects of the holiday season. And we're facing reality as you go back to work, as you go back and start your jobs, your, your careers. Uh, you know, in a few days, in a few weeks, it'll seem like, hey, there was no vacation at all. And this is the state in which we live today. It's very unfortunate, but uh, I want to bring to you something that will change your life, something that will re-energize you and perhaps show you a different path to becoming successful. See, there are so many different things we could be talking about from uh, motivation to inspiration to habits, uh, but I think uh, we need to understand the world around us more than anything else, the changes that are taking place in the world, the developments that are taking place in the world, and then only will you be able to action uh, things that help you and that help you grow. And that's the only reason uh, for this video blog. I will do this every uh, week from now on, and every week you will see a new video from me. And uh, here we go. This is the first uh, of the many episodes uh, coming ahead. Some of the things that um, I want to talk about in this first blog is going to be about emerging technology. Now there are so many different technologies out there and when we hear technology you, you kind of cringe a little bit because um, you probably don't know what it is, you probably are afraid of it uh, and all that fear uh, honestly comes from the, uh, the, the, the inability to know things because your something is unknown to you it becomes a fear so we're here to squash those fears and I'm here to empower you with knowledge you can use uh, you can use on an everyday basis at your work at home in your current lives and uh, you could really have a better relationship with the world around you and use that information to make your lives better so I hope you're ready for that now answer this how many of you have a cell phone? Do you have a cell phone? Is it a smartphone? Um, are, your, uh, are you addicted to it? Are you glued to it? Uh, if you have kids, are your kids glued to that technology? Tab whether it's tablets, the television, the smartphone. Now, it's highly possible and probable that you are one of all of us who are struggling and constantly battling this challenge with dealing with technology and, and, and trying to push it away, but it's, it's just not happening. Let me tell you, this is happening across the world and across nations. I speak a lot across the world and uh, I was in 220 cities last year and it, it is the story of everyone in the world. You're not alone. The iPhone, the smartphones, the Samsungs, they are everywhere. And so people, and this is the nature of everybody, are, people are struggling with controlling phone time, screen time, and it's just constantly um, in one way creating a lot of stress for people because they're wasting a lot of time on these devices and they're unable to do the things that help them grow and that help them uh, capitalize on things that they should be learning. Uh, what is the smartphone all about? Why is it taking over? Or why has it taken over our lives in such a significant manner? I want to introduce three different technologies to you today. 
and we'll talk a little bit about them, what they are, how they work, why do they do what they do, and what is important for you to know about them that really, really affects your life. So smartphones, in addition to uh, autonomous cars, driverless cars, if you heard about that, uh, smart homes where your homes are connected with technology and you can remotely open the doors, you can switch on your appliances, uh, and many other technologies that help us do things remotely, uh, or they help us work with data, or they help collect information. It's as simple as this. If you have a, a, a kettle, or a toaster, or a refrigerator in your home, and you can somehow remotely tap into it, you can switch it on or switch it off. We're talking about a technology called the Internet of Things. Yes, it's the Internet of Things. So let's talk about that. The Internet of Things is all about connectivity. It's about connecting different things together through the Internet so that you can do something with them. You can perform a function that you were unable to do before. Imagine this. Uh, imagine you live in a house that's super connected. It, all the doors are connected. Uh, through the internet, you have an app and you can uh, open and close the doors, your appliances are connected, your car is connected. That really creates a very efficient world where you don't have to struggle, you don't have to, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of convenience uh, that, that gets offered as part of technology and automation. Now, this entire automation is about the internet of things, where everything is connected to the internet. In, um, in business or in the world of, um, let's say, manufacturing uh, or one of these industries, now, Internet of Things is changing a lot of different things because of the ability of remotely being able to control equipment, monitor equipment, use the data that comes out of all this equipment to make decisions about different processes and how you, you should optimize those. And it's a big, big, big thing because now companies and corporations and manufacturing plants are able to save a lot of time because of all the operational efficiency they bring about in the process because of technology. And this literally is the Internet of Things. Why is the Internet of Things important and why should you learn more about it? Well. For the following reasons. First of all, the Internet of Things is a fast-growing segment within technology. Uh, products are coming on stream that, are, that have con internet connectivity. Uh, a lot of businesses, a lot of companies, a lot of organizations are looking into embedding Internet of Things into, into devices, products that, that you use, that I use on an everyday basis. And the, and the way it looks like it, Internet of Things has matured from where it came uh, maybe 15 or 20 or 30 years ago. And it's at a point where it's very easy to push out in the market and add value to the lives of consumers who use those technologies. And this is one technology that will continue to grow. It will continue to make impact on our lives as our cars get connected, as our homes get connected, and we get more dependent on the Internet of Things to add value into our lives. Unless you're living on a mountain in a, in a remote place in the world where there's no technology and connectivity, uh, that's a different thing. But for the rest of you, the rest of us who live in the modern world, uh, who drive a car, who live in a home, this is going to be a much bigger reality than you can anticipate. So start looking into the Internet of Things and figuring out what exactly it is. Okay. We're going to talk about the second technology that will change the state of the world, whether in the next uh, 2, 5, 10, 15 to 20 years, 
and it'll do that because of the value it adds. It, it, it does that because of the freedom it creates for people to, to do whatever they want. Now, hey, this is a controversial topic coming up, but let me try and, um, let me try and explain it in a way where we can perhaps have a different uh, view of opinion. Now, imagine you walked into work and your boss said to you that, hey, I, we need to have a chat. And uh, you walk into your boss's office and your boss says, well, we've uh, automated 99% uh, of your job and I don't believe we need 99% of your, of your presence at all. And for that very reason, and you start thinking, oh my God, am I going to be laid off? Am I uh, losing my job? What about my mortgage, my kids, my home, my bills? And your boss says, we still need that 1% of your mind to do something that machines haven't been able to do, that technology cannot do. Uh, now this does a couple of things. This frees you and us from all those things that we hate doing. Figuring out uh, and entering uh, data into those Excel sheets, creating reports that don't make sense and that can be automated, and doing all those repetitive mundane things that we believe or we think we're going to do and, and, and call it jo a job or work. And, uh, and, and while you're miserable doing it, uh, it's going to eliminate all of those things. So all of, all of a sudden, you have a lot of time on your hands to actually do the things that you want to do. You can have a purpose-driven uh, life where you um, are actually good at something and you are able to expand on that capabilities rather than just you know, punch holes somewhere. It's dignified work for sure, but if that's not what you want to do, you don't want to do repetitive work, then this kind of technology will change your life. The question is, what is that technology? The answer, it's artificial intelligence. Yes, artificial intelligence. So what does artificial intelligence really do? Uh, artificial intelligence or AI is, uh, or machine learning as it's called, is all about technology making decisions on behalf of us. For example, uh, it could be as simple as a, as a vending machine or it could be you buying uh, or downloading or, or viewing pictures or movies on Netflix or Amazon Prime or even if you're on Facebook and uh, doing whatever you need to do, meet with your friends, all these platforms are driven by artificial intelligence. And so artificial intelligence is not a monster that's lurking behind the scenes, but it's actually something that's being used right now by companies to help us make decisions in a better way. Uh, in simple ways, artificial intelligence creates a lot of freedom through the automation. It creates a lot of uh, uh, freedom of time and frees up people uh, by uh, eliminating the need to do manual work. Now, it's very difficult for people, as an example, if, if you had uh, all the work that goes behind all of social media, if we actually had people doing that work, it would be very inefficient. It would be really, really, really inefficient and social media wouldn't work uh, on a manual basis. But when you add that automation, you add that layer of artificial intelligence, things really change and become automated in a way that it frees up time from people's hands. Now you might say, that, hey, what about people who have lost jobs or people, will they lose jobs? Let me come to that point towards the end. Uh, some of the other implications of artificial intelligence are in places where we cannot do everything manually. Now, believe it or not, people are great. They're, uh, you know, we as human beings do a lot of things. 
uh, in, a, in a very nice way. But when it comes to manual tasks and mass production, when there's a lot of volume of information or product, there's a bit of inefficiency that creeps into the process because we are human. There are a lot of errors that come into that process because we are human. And to eliminate all those error, errors and to eliminate those, uh, that time that, that you potentially can, can recapitalize, uh, artificial intelligence can play a big part in changing the way things work in the first place. Uh, in terms of jobs, there's a huge uh, debate going on currently right now in the world about uh, will AI um, affect industry in a way that people will start losing jobs? The answer is yes. It is significantly changing the accounting industry, the legal industry, um, the manufacturing industry, service industries. And it is really, really changing these um, industries in a way because it's, it, it, artificial intelligence can potentially take over a lot of functions that people perform at these tasks within these industries, within these professions. And so uh, if you had, uh, let's say, an entry-level person working in an accounting firm and their job was to take uh, expense receipts and make sure they're entered into an Excel sheet uh, one by one, it would absolutely and it can absolutely replace that person's job because now AI can do all of that in a much faster way. Now, what about that person who's been working on that task and that job for so many years or so many months, uh, I think it's time for us to also look into recreating our lives, recreating our purpose and looking into career options where we can explore uh, our capabilities in a better way. I'm sorry to say this, but this is the reality. This is, uh, you know, the emergence of technology is, uh, it's, it's this uh, huge wave that you can see on the horizon. You can see it's a huge uh, tsunami that's coming and there's nothing that can stop it. And technology and the emergence of technologies of artificial intelligence, Internet of Things and others is literally that huge wave that is coming towards us and it is going to hit us, but we need to prepare for it right now and you can do that by starting to learn in a different way you can start um, adding more knowledge to your skills and to enhance your capabilities so that you're ready for the job market and that is an entire new blog session if you guys want it uh, post your comments at the bottom and i will post a full video about how to go about uh, job searching and what you should be doing about your skills and your career if you really want to do that uh, and that was, uh, that was artificial intelligence. Uh, last but not least, the third technology that I really believe uh, will change the state of the world and will change everything out there is blockchain. Yes, it's blockchain technology. So what is blockchain? If you've heard about uh, Bitcoin, uh, if you've heard about Ethereum, you've heard about Dash, Litecoin, or any of the cryptocurrencies, well, they are all built on top of a technology called blockchain technology. Uh, in the simplest form, uh, blockchain is a way to store information uh, and uh, in a different way than traditionally we've stored information and saved information through computer technology. Uh, but blockchain adds a few different degrees of complexity where it becomes impossible to steal information, uh, to hack into that information, to be able to forge that information. And because of that, uh, because of these three things or, or many things that add that layer of trust, blockchain is being looked at uh, by a lot of people across the world. In fact, some countries are adding blockchain to, their, to the functioning of their government. They're, they're adding uh, a blockchain layer 
to uh, how things work behind the scenes within government transactions and I'll tell you a little bit uh, more about that in a few seconds. Uh, blockchain came about to be as part of uh, Bitcoin and when uh, Satoshi Nakamoto came out with, the, with, the, with Bitcoin, uh, I believe uh, it, it just did 10 years uh, a few days ago, um, uh, not a lot of focus was on blockchain but after a few years people began uh, and experts began to look into the whole mechanism of how blockchain created Bitcoin and they were mind-boggled by the things blockchain could do and couldn't do. Uh, it's really complex for me to explain blockchain uh, in a few minutes and I will do another post about blockchain in the future to explain what it really does. If you want it, put a comment at the, at the video below and I will make sure I put it in my schedule. But essentially blockchain is changing the way we trust each other. It's eliminating in fact the need to trust each other because technology has it built in. Um, because of blockchain you can, uh, you can literally uh, sleep with peace of mind and say hey I don't need to worry about something because I know blockchain has taken care of it. Uh, imagine you know many years ago when we moved from uh, I guess when we uh, when we moved from manual uh, work to computer technologies maybe 20-30 years ago we all had this faith and we've uh, used computers since then we've all had this faith that computers are faster computers are better and computers can save information in a better way There's undoubtedly uh, computers do a much better job than, than we do in many different aspects uh, in a similar way blockchain is changing things uh, so that there there is less fraud in the world. For example, in uh, the logistics industry, quick example, the logistics industry, if you were to import or export or transport uh, something from Australia to the United States, let's say it's a shipment of, uh, of, of livestock or beef, and Australian beef is exported to the US, uh, it's estimated that about 200 different parties touch that shipment to some process or the other. So there's logistics providers in the middle, there's your freight forwarders, there's different parties at clearance ports, there's government agencies, and all kinds of different people who exchange these documents as the shipment moves from one place to the other. And if you have a couple of hundred different uh, bodies, a couple of different agencies or companies, it creates a lot of inefficiency because all of them are doing their own paperwork, all of them are uh, putting all this information into their computer systems, all of which are, none of which are connected to each other. And that creates a lot of uh, inaccuracy, it causes uh, errors in processing, uh, entering information, and uh, it costs the logistics industry billions of dollars every year because of all these inefficiencies that creep into the process because of manual work. Now, if blockchain were to replace how information was entered into the whole process, it would really eliminate uh, the huge losses that all these uh, processes processes are creating and blockchain would do that in a way uh, called um, having a you know a, a central point of truth uh, a one stream of data that every party could tap into take the data they wanted uh, use it to to do whatever they need to do as part of their work towards that shipment and then put that data back onto onto that specific blockchain and that would create a lot of efficiency now so blockchain is being used uh, pretty heavily in the cryptocurrency world. 
uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Dash, Litecoin, and the, the over 1,200 cryptocurrencies that are out there uh, use blockchain as a central mechanism to, to create something. Now, that's, in my opinion, not the best use or, or the best use case for blockchain. There's many other things that blockchain does or can do or is doing that, that make it much more valuable. Um, in my opinion, the biggest thing that blockchain does is create trust. It eliminates the need to uh, for us to verify things again and again and again, which create a lot of inefficiency uh, in the world. It can do that. Blockchain can do that really fast. And as a result, that ability to create trust uh, is pivotal to to how it can it can change things. I'm not going to get into the technical definition of blockchain. You can go and search for it. There's a pretty good, good course on Coursera about it. You can join that course and learn about it. But I, what I want you to learn about blockchain is that it's all about trust. It's about peace of mind. It's about creating uh, options uh, where which were not available before. Um, talk about the education industry. There's a huge rate of uh, there's a lot of uh, fraud that takes place in the education industry. People fake their credentials. Uh, people uh, go with those credentials and look for jobs. Companies hire people with those fake credentials uh, and uh, essentially waste their money down the drain because this person was not who he or she said they were and they actually faked some information which is actually illegal and can send them to jail. Okay, It's a really bad thing. What can blockchain do in this case? Well, if imagine if all the information about our educational credentials was on a blockchain. So let's say there was a blockchain called the education blockchain. And as soon as we completed a degree, a diploma, or did something, it would add that information to that blockchain. So next time, and it would do that consistently throughout your career. So all your degrees would be on that specific blockchain. Uh, when you went out to look for a job, your employer can potentially, uh, you could give your employer permission to tap into that blockchain and verify that you have indeed done all those certifications and you are that person who claims that you have these degrees and the PhDs and whatever not. And that really eliminates the need for mistrust. Uh, it eliminates paper completely. It eliminates the need for uh, your employer to call your university and say, hey, did this person actually finish that degree? Employers don't do that. So it costs companies millions and billions of dollars in, um, in, in, in what people fraudulently account it's theirs. So it's, it's a huge factor in creating that trust where there's no longer a need to do manual verifications about education credentials and uh, this could seamlessly integrate in something what people, uh, when people are hiring, when companies are hiring. And that's another example of, uh, of blockchain being, uh, being in use. Uh, last but not least, let me give you another uh, idea about blockchain. Imagine there is uh, there's a, some very specific food that you're importing from outside your country. Let's say it's Kobe beef from Japan. And Kobe beef is a huge, it's a, it's a great delicacy. It's, uh, it's made from or derived from, uh, from, uh, from cattle that is grown in a very specific way. Uh, they have a lineage that cattle in Japan, the Kobe cattle, uh, category has a very specific lineage that they have to be born uh, with those Kobe genes 
they have to have certain parents from that family of cattle and they also have to be reared at uh, and grown uh, at a certain altitude they can't just be regular cattle at a farm they have to be uh, they have to live at a certain altitude in order to become Kobe uh, cows or beef that can become Kobe beef in in the end when it's transported now let's say you're paying $500 or $1,000 for the steak, uh, for a Kobe steak, you really want to be sure that this indeed is Kobe steak. As a restaurant, if you claim that your beef is Kobe beef and you're serving it to your customers and clients and you really want to be sure this is Kobe beef, then blockchain can help you do that. But blockchain as a technology would have to be implemented right from scratch, from the point at the farm. Uh, and onto the plate where you could potentially just scan a barcode and, and trace the origin of the cows, the origin of the shipment, the origin of the lineage of the cows and the beef from which this, uh, this Kobe steak was derived. And that's another example of doing something very specific with, uh, with blockchain. There are many, many, many use cases for blockchain out there. It's a growing industry. It's a technology that has not been uh, completely uh, evaluated it is being done right now uh, and while many people are skeptical about the future of blockchain because their focus is on cryptocurrency uh, I think they need to look into a different direction to see the actual potential of blockchain and where it's going so don't follow traditional news but go in uh, to to Google and type artificial intelligence Internet of Things blockchain and see all the things that are happening because of these technologies and why they are happening and how they affect your life it's really important to go and figure it out rather than listen to everybody else who does not have the right information. I hope you found this video really informative. I hope I have uh, added a few different things into, into your library of information and interested you into at least three different technologies that will change the state of our world. Uh, I believe everything that will happen in the world generally is connected to these three technologies. Internet of Things, Artificial Intelligence, and Blockchain, they are kind of at the top of everything that happens. Um, cloud is a part of this whole big uh, arrangement of technologies, and without cloud, none of these things would happen at all. So why not take a step? Start learning about these things. Start learning about why these technologies are changing the world, how they're doing it, and get a little bit more interested in how your life could be different two, three, five, ten, fifteen years from now and what you can do right now to be able to be successful in this era of change, in this era of disruption where technology is determining what exactly happens in the world. I think it's a great opportunity for us to do that together. This is 2019, it's the start of the year. Uh, take it upon you to watch every episode of my podcast and video cast coming up from now onwards uh, and sharing that information with your peers, having a discussion, post your comments below and, uh, and engage with other people who are on this video and who, who are talking about these things. My videos are informative, they're free of charge, they're for you because I really believe in, in, in spreading information about, and, uh, about technology and knowledge that can help all of us create a better world. So join me in this cause of changing our understanding of the world and how we can all make this, this world a much better place. My name again is Ian Khan. I'm a technology futurist and I am on a mission of helping people understand technology and how it can change For more information, their lives. visit my website at www.iankhan.com.